It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host of the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. Yeah, he, Andy Goldstein, he off the telly when TV stuff was happening in the world, when stuff was happening. I mean, hopefully, it will all come back very soon. I don't mean, you know, my TV. I've still got TV work. I mean, make no mistake about that. I'm still getting TV jobs. It's just that no one's getting really any. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's start off with Jim White, shall we? I'm a big fan of Jim White, and I love listening to him yesterday. In fact, he was great, actually, in his show. He really made me laugh. Oh, he was off, was he? Ah. Uh, Natalie Sawyer was hosting instead, alongside the former Liverpool England midfielder Danny Murphy and EastEnders star Jake Wood. What a lineup that is. Danny had his say on Project Restart and admitted that right now he would be doing everything in his power as a player to go back and get the season finished. Football consumed my life and what made me happy. And when you play football and it's taken away, for whatever reason, injury, this epidemic, players don't like not playing because it's what they're used to. There'll always be a minority that, you know, get go against. But majority of players will be desperate to get back playing. Now, is the club going to be doing everything they can? Of course they will because they want to protect their assets. Do I want to play football? Yes. Do I care if it's an empty stadium? No. Do I care if it's a neutral stadium? No. When the CEOs are coming out saying... We don't want to play in a neutral stadium. I bet if you ask the players, I mean, they might, they might not be able to say this because they've got to go along with the politics of the club. Every one of them be going, is the stadium safe? Get me there. I'll play tomorrow. Bang. Because that's what you love doing. As a footballer, I'm talking about. Mm. There's a responsibility you have, don't you? Of course, mm. when you're putting yourself out there, if you are going to go and play. And if you were to say to me, for the next six weeks, eight weeks, whatever, you're going to have to be away from... And this doesn't suit everyone, especially if you've had young kids just born or parents who aren't very well. Can you isolate? It's like going to a tournament, a yeah. World Cup or a European Championship. Sure. You know, I've been away six weeks before now, away from the family. If you're saying to me, do you want to get the season done? You might not be able to see your family for six weeks. We're going mm. to put you in. The team's going to be together. We're going to be continually testing. This will help appease you in terms of your fears from spreading it to close family. I would say yes to that. Now, the guys were also joined by the Blackburn Rovers midfielder, Bradley Johnson who spoke about the work he's doing with Dexter Blackstock to supply those in need of PPE equipment. Whilst on the show, he was asked just how long he thinks he and the squad would need to get back to match sharpness. We, we've got given our three weeks annual leave, but I warned myself we weren't just sitting around doing nothing, you know, I was still on the bike and still going out for, for runs. But 
not a, a higher pace or anything, but then Monday we get given the program and, um, you know, Monday was a light day, but Tuesday was more of a, a heavy day for us and we went out and done it and more sprinting stuff and from going, from not doing anything big and heavy for three weeks to straight into a sprinting session on the Tuesday, you know, I felt it for three or four days after, you know, your legs mm. feel heavy and stuff and it takes time to get used to that. So I think going back into it, maybe we need two or three weeks, you know, because as you said, the games, the intensity is high and you can't just go from doing little moderate training to straight into games where the demands and, and physicality is, is a lot higher. Now, the wonderful Laura Woods was joined by the Rangers legend Ali McCoy, or Macca, and the two-time Ashes winner Freddie Flintoff, or Flinty, on TalkSport Breakfast Show, as I've already said, it was on the Breakfast Show. Anyway, after Ryan Giggs revealed that David Beckham and Fergie had regular bust-ups at Manchester United, Ali told us about almost taking a hiding from his old boss, Graham Souness, or Souness. I mean, which one is it? Potato, potato? Not Graham Potato, or potato. Anyway, this is what he said. I wish I had a pound for every time that Graham was going to kill me, and I mean literally kill <laughs> me, man. We played, we played a game at Parkhead, and we got beat two nothing. I think Frank Marker scored two goals, and Graham was playing his player manager at the time, and he came in, and I can see he's raging. He's absolutely raging, and he's went through everybody, and he's turned to me, and he's got the finger right in my face. He says, "You are a disgrace. You are this. You are that. You are the next thing." He says, "You are the worst player. The worst player in that park today." Right, and I can feel my wee teammate Geranti nudging me just to say, "Shut up, don't say anything, and just take it." But I couldn't stop myself, Crookie, no. and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there shaking my head. Right, I wouldn't open my mouth, but I'm just sitting shaking my head. And he's, of course, he, he can, he's got to come back to me. He says, "You're shaking your head. You're shaking your head." I said, "That's right. I'm shaking my head." Because I wasn't the worst player. I said, you were. Right, and I pointed. I pointed him. Well, there's about four of the players holding him back, right? <laughs> he's going to kill me. <laughs> Freddie, I swear to God, his face went in that scarlet way. You know, he's trying to swing. He's trying to, sw- he's trying to swing for me. And I'm just sitting undoing my boots. La, 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 la. You know, you're kind of the odd way. Now we can head over to the press box now with Katie Price's ex-husband, Simon Jordan. Danny Kelly and the Suns' Sean Custis. Oliver Dowden came out as a, at the head of the DCMS because we haven't heard from the sportsmen and said football coming back is a great thing for the morale of the country. The idea that somehow playing at neutral grounds is going to avoid social distancing and cause issues is, is beyond me because Liverpool fans will travel to grounds to watch their side or to be outside a stadium when their side wins a game that commits them to winning the Premier League. And then you'll have all the public transport, all the social distancing rules go out of the window because fans will travel. So this neutral ground thing, if the, if the blueprint is going to be, for whatever reason, I know some people are pinning at it because they're the only ones that are doing it, on the Germans, well, they're not playing in neutral grounds. So by the same definition... Surely, the same argument must be availed of or taken advantage of by the Premier League clubs that don't want to play at neutral grounds. Now, the Belgian boss, Roberto Martinez, or Martinez, no, it's actually Martinez, joined Adrian Durham and Darren Goff on drive time. Wow, what a guess that is. With football's return date seemingly edging closer. No, it's not. Well, I mean, even if it's 10 years, it's still edging closer, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good point, well made. He said it's a calculated risk worth taking because it will raise spirits. Eh, not so sure I agree with that. 
think we all need to bring a bit of common sense and understand that until we get a, a vaccine, uh, we won't get a normality. So from that point of view, we need to get sport back. We need to get football back. We need to get a little bit of light, a little bit of, of uh, stimulation for the whole humanity that we can beat this virus and we can and we can fight and um, we can beat it. And I think getting football back and getting the Premier League back will be essential for that within the, the, the minimal risk and trying to be as safe as we can. But we all, all, we all carry that threat. If you go to the pharmacy, if you need to do uh, an essential, you will uh, take the risk of of, um, of catching the virus. And I think doing sport, we need uh, a responsibility. We need to highlight or bring, bring a little bit of a smile to the people's faces and, and being able to see that we're getting very, very close to getting off this situation. It shows you the, the frontline uh, people that have been working in hospitals, care homes, and, and doing an incredible job for the nation. Well, I think as a sportsman, and I speak for myself, I think we all need a responsibility to try to put ourselves in a position that we, we need to take a calculated risk to move the nation forward. And I think that sport is a big part of our, our lives. Back now to The Breakfast Show. And this is Freddie Flintoff on the Aussie cricket captain, Tim Payne, and why he should be banned for his disgusting admission. Here, here. I, I don't know what's coming up. You can go off the field for a week. I learned this when I was 11 years old and I was playing for Lancashire under-11s at Liverpool Cricket Club and I did not know you could leave the field. And I stood at slip and I wet my pants, not a number two, but an adult, the captain of Australia, dropping one off in his pants in an Ashes Test match at Old Trafford. This is just not acceptable behaviour. I can handle the ball tampering. I can handle it. I can handle it. They got carried away. This lad, this is just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, Tim Payne. I'm saying 18-month ban. Ban him. I'm Jason Kenny. This is TalkSportSingles.com. Now, TalkSports' James Savundra, or Jimmy, as he's known by no one, has been catching up with the Newcastle midfielder, John Joe Shelby. And, of course, they started off by chatting about how John Joe is coping while living in lockdown. I don't know why I said, and of course, I mean, you, of course, wouldn't know where that is going to start, so it should read. And they started off chatting about how John Joe is coping while living in lockdown. Not of course. I mean, why, why would you assume that? Actually, you probably would assume that. It's a bit of a nightmare, to be fair, but it's, it is what it is, and you have to just get on with it, listen to the experts, and we've been isolating for, for a long time, but it's just been trying to get out for that sort of hour and do some work outside and stuff like that, but it's, it is what it is, and it's more thingy for the kids, to be honest with you. They're obviously driving themselves up the walls, and you try to try and keep them entertained, but... And you said at the beginning of the season, when Steve Bruce came in, it was almost like a, a breath of fresh air for you. How much have you enjoyed working with him? It's been great, to be fair. I mean, every time you get a new manager, it's like it's like the first day back at school because everyone's obviously trying to run around and, and you're being busy and, and, and make it like you're trying to obviously get his attention, do you know what I mean? And, and trying to make an impression on him. And I think that's what it's been like the whole way through the season. The, the training, obviously, the standard's gone gone up and it's, it's very competitive and and he's brought an enjoyment into the into the into the team and into the training and and everyone's enjoying it but he's been great for me he's, he's put his arm around me he's made me made me work a lot harder than 
than previous years and, and I just feel good and, and, and just exciting to get back, to be honest. And I saw Matt Ritchie said that you could play for Barcelona with the right mindset, but do you think your, your mindset is there now? I mean, especially when you, you look at the performances this season. I think so. I mean, in the past, it probably hasn't been. I think as soon as you do one bad thing or you just get, a, obviously, this reputation as well that you're a bit of an idiot. But if people, people that play with me, they, they know that deep down I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, good, a good person, a good guy. Like, I'd do anything for any of your teammates as well. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm there. I'm in the right mindset and I just want to obviously kick on and I'm just itching to get back to you honest because... When we left, we really started to pick up a bit of form and we just want to get back and get back to winning games. And staying with Newcastle, sort of, up front with takes a look at the art of goal scoring, speaking to some of the best strikers in the game. Tonight, that's Tuesday night, from 7pm, your former QPR Spurs and England striker Sir Les Ferdinand is in conversation with Sam Matterface. And over the course of the hour, they discuss his strike partnership with Alan Shearer his career-defining goals, and why Newcastle lost the title in 96. There wasn't many in that in our changing rooms that had won things. So when we lost that first uh, three points, rather than a, a thing of, damn chaps, we've lost three points here, we've got to make sure this doesn't happen again, we've got to get back on our metal and all that, it was a little bit more like, that's ah, all right, we've lost three points, but we've got a game in hand and we're nine points clear, we'll win our game in hand and we'll be 12 points clear again. And again, I think as well, as a group, we didn't really have any tactics. The tactics were, uh, I say we didn't have any tactics, our tactics were you score two, we'll score three. And as we know in the Premier League, there's got to be games that you win 1-0, you know, and we, we just didn't have that. We were, we were t- probably a little bit too gung-ho. And you can hear more from up front with Soles Ferdinand tonight from 7pm on TalkSport. Now back to Drive and the former Liverpool midfielder John Barnes who of course you may remember had to hold and give but do it at the right time. He couldn't be slow or fast but he must get to the line. He'll always hit you and he'll hurt you. He'll defend and attack but in my opinion there's only one way to beat John Barnes and that's get round the back. Anyway he told the incredible story of how he swapped shirts with Eric Cantona after the 1996 FA Cup final. Or did he? I, I don't know. It's just what he says in front of me. At the end, of course, we swapped shirts. I was captain, he was captain, we swapped shirts. But I'm not a, a real keeper of shirts. So, I, you know, I don't even know where my shirts are now. <laughs> so of course, this was in 1996. Me, Neil Ruddock and Jan Mulby went on a, a speaking tour about three years ago. And Neil Ruddock is telling this story about that cup final. And then he was telling this story about when he came up on hard times and he sold Cantona's shirt to, um, at, at a charity auction and got about nine grand for the shirt. And, of course, because he was saying in the talk, you know, Barnes, you know, you gave me Cantona's shirt and I sold it you know, to, to Sotheby's. And he was telling this story because Man United wanted to sue him because they said that it wasn't Cantona's shirt because, you know, Cantona, they said, had a short sleeve shirt on. But Razor then had the picture of Cantona with a long sleeve shirt on. And the talk he was giving was to show that it was Cantona's shirt. And then I remember and I said, Razor, I didn't give you Cantona's shirt. And then he told me the true story in 2017. What had happened was after the game, I was so disappointed with lost. I just put Cantona's shirt down. You know, we arguing about the game. I went in to have a shower. And then all of a sudden, Razor's head, I walked past and I thought, I'm going to have Cantona's shirt. So he took oh. it, put it in his bag, and he gave me um, Clayton Blackmore's shirt. 
So, of course, when I came out and I saw Clayton Blackmore chart at MySpace, I just thought about swapping Clayton Blackmore. And it was until 2017 that Ranger told me he sold Canada shirts and sold it for about nine times. That's amazing. That what is, a story. That is, that's brilliant. That's, that's so razor. That's so razor, isn't it? That is so razor. Well, I got 300 quid for Clayton Blackmore shirts, so maybe we can share. Now, it's a Midlands special in the latest edition of Glory Hunters, a podcast. Is that still going? Apparently so. And team captain Perry Groves recalls an encounter with a young Alan Shearer. He made his debut against us and no one knew who he was. So uh, when the team sheet comes through, George Graham's normally meticulous. He said, who's this lad? Oh, Merce, you played with Shearer in uh, England under-19s, where it was. So Merce went, to be fair, Gaffer, he went, he's not, but he said, he gets in the channels, he's a strong runner. He said, but I'm not being funny, he can't finish. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> right? So he scores a hat-trick. 4-0, I think it was. So... In the dressing room after the game, Merce is hiding in the toilet. So George Graham comes in, where's that? And Merce hadn't even been playing. He said, someone find him, right? So he's going, every, every, all the other lads thinking, thank God for that, he's not having to go at us, right? And then after about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I went to the cars, like I heard, Grosey, Grosey, where's the gaffer? I went, is he finished polishing his shoes yet? Because he's, he's, yeah, he's gone, he went, thank God for that. He went, I think my career's finished. <laughs> he's never going to play. That's the Glory Hunters podcast with Charlie Baker, available from your regular podcast providers. Now, time for the best bits of last night's show. And of course, you know by now that I haven't recorded the show. It's uh, coming up to three minutes to nine. I'm a bit late, actually, in tonight's record. But I don't mind telling you, it's a humdinger. How do you know? Trust me on this one. All right, well, I'm guessing Josh has got music lined up to go through the team yeah, as course, we... Uh, of course he has. You know, I'll say something like, right, let's hear the final 4-11. Don't, don't panic, don't the, panic. It's here on we the go. Front. Three, don't two, panic. one. <laughs> what is that? Oh, well, Why, well why is that even the system? Well recovered. How's he done that? Playing in goal for the Fruit 11 is Dorian. That's Dorian, the Filipino fruit. Right back is Grapefruit. Left back is Cherry, and the centre halves are Tomato and Mango. I'm nervous about the back five, Jay. Yeah, it's um, it feels like he's lacking something. It's lacking a little bit of, a bit of bite, a little bit, of a bite. little bit of something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, banana. Now, the, sorry, the midfield. Banana on the right, so obviously good at bending, bending him like banana. Yeah. Kiwi on the left, and your midfield two a pineapple defensive midfielder and passion fruit with the three balls. That's quite. It's quite. It's got a nice bit of balance about it. Nothing's it getting has. past pineapple. He's look. He's not the most mobile anymore. He, he, you know, he's, no. His best days are behind him, but he's a prickly thing. Mm, he is. And then up front, you've got your striker, watermelon, and then peach is the other striker. Yeah. So that's out one to eleven. Dorian, grapefruit, tomato, mango, cherry, banana, pineapple, passion fruit, kiwi, watermelon, and peach are the fruit eleven. Good work, everyone. Good work. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Good work, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have speaking it. A reminder, of course, if you want to download future ones, you can, or you can download previous ones simply by going to Acast, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. A reminder, although I've not even told you yet, so it's not really a reminder, unless you've been listening to TalkSport, and you've probably gone, oh, yeah, they did tell me about that. World Cup winner and England star Joffre Archer will be on drive with Adrian Durham 
and Darren Goff today. That's Tuesday from 4pm. If you're listening to this podcast after 4, don't worry, it will be on tomorrow's, I imagine. Unless it's a rubbish interview, then they just won't bother sticking it out. Anyway, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Keep your distance. I mean, you can. You, know, you can go out for golf. Um, you can't have your hair cut still. I think dog parlours are opening soon, which is quite handy for my dog, Scooter Frank. And, uh, yeah, you can sit on a park bench. So do all of that. Wash your hands. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 